Hey folks, Future Will here, just with a quick note that if you are listening to this the week it comes out, then you have Duckstream to look forward to on uh, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Uh, the Guppy Boys, will, along with Nick and Gwen, will be on the West Coast uh, team starting at 6 p.m. on Friday night and doing 11-hour shifts. Shout out to Zach. Uh, who will be handling one of the transition points. Uh, Duckstream is one of the highlights of my year. Uh, it raises money for a good cause. Go listen to it. You know it. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a guy who uh, is what the high school football coach must have thought for a moment before looking at me a little more. Gary Butterfield. Yeah, I, I followed you. Yeah, have I ever told you that story, Gary? Uh, tell me more. Uh, probably. Like, I actually, there's literally no chance you haven't. But there's also oh. literally no chance I haven't forgotten. So, uh, wow, a damning indictment of our friendship from both directions <laughs> and my memory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, uh, lay it on me, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our high school PE teacher was also the football coach, as is often yep. the way. Uh. He, uh, one time, you know, sometimes in PE, they just send you to the, the weight room or the, the mm -hmm. exercise room and just make you rotate through stations because fuck lesson plans, I guess. Yeah. They, they're busy uh, that day. Yeah. So busy. Uh, coach Staley was a busy, busy. He had a lot of irons in the fire. Best. I yeah. Could that's tell. gym teachers for you. Sometimes that's each driver's ed as well. You're right on mm -hmm. butter. Uh, yeah. so, uh, he came up to me while I was doing some like leg lifts or something like that exercise where you like, you hold yourself up and like lift your knees up to your chest. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, Hey, you know, you're a, you're a big, strong guy. You ever uh, think about going out for the football team? Uh, and it's the, the quickest I've ever been in my life. I just said, uh, no, I'm allergic to pain, sir. He got, <laughs> uh, yeah. all right. And just walked away. <laughs> That's the opposite of what they want. They want you to go up there and go, you got antibodies to pain. Especially you know. if you're being recruited to be a defensive player, which I almost certainly was. A person yes. whose job is to be is hit to on hit. behalf of other human beings. Yeah, yeah. A poetic metaphor, um, but not something you want to actually have happen. I had the same thing, but for goalies. And I think the idea was just I would take up more space <laughs> in the goal. You know? Like I'd be one third of a wall. So they basically have about a, a you know, it reduced their chances regardless of what I did. Yeah, yeah. Idea. I mean, ideally, you'd have you'd enter a diabetic coma and collapse. Yeah, on my uh, side. Yeah, and then you know, uh, if the ball came in, when I was taking a deep breath, bouncing <laughs> like <laughs> Burt Reynolds nude on a bearskin. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then it just uh, just hammer my nuggets with yeah. the, uh, well, with the, I mean, the ball there. There's a lot like there's a lot of benefit there for everybody. The ball don't go in. Yeah. I yep. and I get my probably, nuggets hammered. Yeah, that's the that's the big thing. Is it's also a little bit eugenics, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of CBT for the uh, you and me. What's that mean? Uh, cock and ball torture. Why would you do that? Well, because the uh, well the ball's hitting my nuggets. But why? Why would you do it? Why? Why is there a term for that? Oh, because uh, people. Why do you like know? Why do you know torture terms, Gary? Huh. My time in Abu Ghraib. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the, there's a lot you don't know about me, Hughes. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there's several uh, Errol Morris documentaries about Gary. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just changed my name. That's those. Those are all at the feet of Larry Butterman. Oh. Uh, the perfect torturer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. CBT. It also means cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, okay. Uh, but that, that mix up is always funny to me. Yeah, no, I, boy, you have a lot of fun, it sounds like. Gary, what card yeah. is this? Oh, we're talking about strength? Strength? Uh, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is clever. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it makes everybody in the room weak, uh, by which I mean they're slow and they take double damage. God, what a William Hughes-ass card, huh? Yeah, <laughs> just uh, uh, making everybody worse. My definition of strength is everyone else becoming weaker. Because it's all relative, baby. It's all that genie scene from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Like wishing for the biggest penis to just make everyone else's the world's penis small. Sure. You know? Yeah. The, um, yeah, it's uh, being the last person to lose. Uh, a kind of winning. I, I mean, the only, I mean, again, the only kind that actually matters, Gary. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, this is it's very William Hughes as a guy who's paid to take hits for other people. Yeah, um, I mean that's my role. Uh, you know, uh, you could describe my role in everything to Guppy as uh, being the dumb one, so Gary can have a break from it. Oh yeah, yeah. I because I'm an intellectual powerhouse on this show. I mean, um, you know, relative. Again, it's all relative, buddy. You come I off mean, much smarter on this show than you do on I don't know every other show where you're talking to Cole the Brainiac. Yeah, that point, Cole Dexter. The Brainiac. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Speak on oh, that. Man. Speak on that a little more. <laughs> I'd rather not. Um, no, Cole's smart. <laughs> he got new glasses. That's all you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, people probably don't know that until he brings it up at like an absolutely boring to tears anecdote on Quackstack uh, at some point. But <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. You don't know you got new glasses. I know because I'm his friend. So a couple of minutes ago, I thought, how can I make Cole's, or Gary say a lot of mean things about Cole? I know. I'll compliment him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll suggest he's in some way superior to Gary, and then the tumult will be unleashed. He's taller than me. Yeah. Uh, did um, he shave off his beard? He did. Decision. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I have no uh, opinion on it, uh, <laughs> given that this is on the record, but it was a decision. It's, uh, it'll come back. Let me, put it it before. Th- let me put it this way. Every now and then I think maybe I'll shave the beard off. And that and and certainly seeing the results of Cole doing it was a data point in future decisions to that effect. Here's the thing too, I want to put this before people think we're just being mean because we are uh, being mean. I, yeah, I, no, you know, yeah, no. But just accurate, being mean. Accurate before as, people think we're yeah. just being mean. I want to throw out that uh I think everyone basically should have a beard. Okay. Like I don't like looking at a male clean-shaven face uh on anyone. Okay. So I I just don't like it. There's, there's no explanation behind it. I just, I don't care for it. I don't like thinking about it. Um, everybody should, everyone who is capable should have facial hair, I think. Um, who who wants to, and, and I'm not trying to get into gender stuff. I just mean, if you male identify, I think you look good with a beard uh, or a mustache. Um, personally and universally, you know, like every once in a while, one of my friends who doesn't usually have scruff will grow some scruff. And I'm like, God damn, Levi, you're looking good. And he's like, I hate this. I want it to end. I'm like, well, that get you do you, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a yeah. I, I I didn't feel like I needed to be part of that. It was good. No, it's just it's just true. It's not even Butterfield a joke. Butterfield minute. It's just a it's just a true thing. To put it the rebuttal field. Put twenty seconds on the clock. Beards. Got to spend some time um, with Levi recently. Yeah. How was it? Oh, you know, it was uh the 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 food was great. <laughs> the company. Uh, the, well, well, the company devolved into you, me, and Nick just doing our little shtick in did, the corner of the room. Yeah, we, we did do a miniature duck stream for just the three of us. Yeah. Uh, much to uh, the the wives uh, all went to a separate table. It's true. Uh, it's very Jen, much. Yeah. our friend who is not a wife, uh, kind of just listlessly poked at food while Levi's brother also listlessly poked at food while we did our thing. We were uh, uh, bad guests, I would say. Yeah, yeah. We 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 got worse. We started out as okay guests. <laughs> well, Nick made that eggnog. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nick makes a boozy eggnog. Makes a boozy eggnog. This was Friendsgiving. Uh, I was invited over to uh, what, in my terms, should have been called a uh, friendly acquaintance giving, uh, given that it was at <laughs> Levi's place. Yes. Uh, nice Thanksgiving. Nice spread. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah. I, had a, I, had a, yeah. I had a delightful time. Olivia had a delightful time. Uh, I Levi remains the most intimidating person that I uh, have contact with on a semi-regular basis. Uh, uh, Levi is a wonderful cook and a wonderful person to give the uh, mandatory tour of the food before eating. <laughs> the the uh, Levi is great. Yes. Uh, I love that man. Uh, their uh, their podcast Pod Save the Waking Sands. Their Patreon's launching soon. Ooh, nice! Support it. Yeah, yeah, take a little off of this Patreon and put it over there. Well, what's, what's uh, wrong? I would say say take a little bit off of your your discretionary budget and put it over there. Oh, they're all if if they had anything left of the discretionary budget, it should go to us. Yeah, yeah. So true. just take a just take. 25% of your duck feed Patreon and just move it over to pod wake the wicked thing one. The Sav- savvy maps. I'm going to say uh, up your Patreon donation 25%, then take 20% uh, 
and take it to Pod Save the Waking Sands. So you've been presented with two options, one of which will cost you more money and the other yep. of which will get my approval. So, huh. Yeah, and and one of which will uh, keep uh, Gwen alive and working. Ah, Gwen's so, fine. Uh, Gary, what's this card do? <laughs> oh, uh, we, we said. I it know. makes all the enemies weakened and uh, slows them, which means they're slowed and they take double damage, last for a minute or until the room is cleared. I'm in a little bit of a trap mood today. I was kind of hoping I could get you to describe it again. You did? Yeah. <laughs> but like unknowing, unknowingly. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm too sharp today. I got good sleep. Usually we record this at like fucking ass early in the afternoon. Uh, and I am uh, you know, still tired, but I, I'm sharp. I was about today. to say we're recording at the exact same time we always record it. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. That's the, the joke. All of this yeah. stuff about recording early and stuff has always been a joke. It's like 2 p.m. when I say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the joke. That's the joke. Just because you never laughed at it doesn't mean it's not a joke. Good guppy shirt. <laughs> Good guppy shirt with a rotting cake on it. Yep. Uh, what should people do if they like this show? William. Uh, Will. Well, uh, Garibald, uh, they should go to uh, patreon.com slash podwake the saving sands uh, and <laughs> yep. give and up that donation over there a little bit. Yeah. Give uh, Levi and Jen some money. They're great. It's what keeps us in Thanksgiving dinners. It is. Um, it was so good. And again, I want to be very clear. I had a lovely time at Friendsgiving. I am I am poking some gentle fun at the idiosyncrasies of both myself and uh, the host. But yes. uh, Levi is a I, gracious and wonderful host. He was incredibly generous to uh, allow uh, me there. Yeah. He's so I the thing the reason why I never push back on this is that as much as I love him, I've known Levi for like ten years. Uh huh. For real, and I know he is somewhat enigmatic. Like I get what you mean. He has um kind of like Ray Barnhold energy a little bit. Like it feels the same kind of way to me. He um, he he presents as being very confident, being himself. Yes, it's awesome. Like I, yeah, I admire no, it's, it's, it a lot. Yeah, no, yeah. I well, I fear it, which is my, uh, as close as I come to admiration. That's, that's that's your version of admiration. Uh, read a review for me. Oh, admiring boy. Yes, sir. Uh, how about this one? Uh, left on podcast addict by DNL two the BPE longtime reviewer, first time listener. It's pretty good. That's a five star review. I like, I like long time reviewer, first time listener. That's well, good. and also, you know, DNL2, the BPE, has written many, Long-time many, many reviewer. reviews. Yeah. Yeah, very many. Uh, no ghost. No ghost. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covered every item and every trinket and every boss and every character in the Binding of Isaac series. And now we're doing the cards again. My name is Gary Butterfield. And with me is a man who is not that well hung, Will Hughes. Gary, uh, it's true. Uh, boy, we did hang. I feel like we did talk about Hanging Man not that long ago. Or maybe I just think about hanging a lot. But yeah, no. Uh, dick of average size. You know, yeah. slightly below. Oh, my favorite, below. favorite magic item in a D and D first edition. Yeah, yeah. The dick you, of average uh, size. You pull on that, and you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's you roll one. Well, it's because you roll a d hundred to see what kind of cum comes out of the dick of average size. Well, no, uh, you roll a d hundred, and you only get anything if you roll below a four and a half. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, yeah. The uh, talk, of course, we're talking about fatal. Or not mm-hmm. fatal. We're talking about. Um, God, I think what it's is fatal. the name of that? I think yeah, it's fatal. fatal. Yeah, where, you, the, uh, where the you're uh, like someone with their experience system. If you have to, like every job gets experience in that system, and one of the codified jobs is sex worker. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to get to level twenty as a sex worker, you have to give like two million blowjobs or something. Yes, and you you roll for butthole circumference and stuff. You must roll for the butthole surfers. Yes. <laughs> the. Uh, Oh man, I was Gary, trying to remember I, a uh, whole surfer song so I could one up that, but I couldn't remember one. I, guys. I, I, Gary, I think we can both admit that neither of us has deep catalog on the butthole surfers on the on the BH Surf Boys. Like I, I got nothing on BH Surf. Um, I boy, so, I bet I bet their fans are measured and cool. Yeah, <laughs> and numerous and uh, numerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, we're talking about the Hanged Man. 
Yeah. Uh, Gary, if this there's sucks. a weird vibe, it's because we got two weeks uh, ahead of us. Uh, yes. We're two episodes into a two-week session, so maybe that uh, there's a little bit of that anxiety ramp-up happening. God, no, yeah, everyone work. just roll with it. Hey, can uh, everybody also, just be fucking cool for a minute? For Yeah, for two goddamn seconds. I'm feeling goddamn good uh, yeah. at this point. See me in four episodes where I have no energy, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm absolutely dead to the world, and I'm just kind of making noises. See, Gary, the thing for me is that, uh, you know, we're coming off the Thanksgiving weekend. We're recording this on Cyber Cyber Monday. Monday. So I'm having this thing I get sometimes where when I've had a chance to relax and spend time with friends and do the things I would do were I not uh, under the constant pressure of capitalism putting a boot Mm -hmm. on my throat, uh, I'm remembering that this is who I actually am. Uh, and not the grouchy, miserable person that I am for 95% of my waking existence. And it makes me very depressed. Yeah. You talked about that before. We should come up with a name for it because it's, it's a recurring thing. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, uh, I guess the name is my life. Yeah. The, uh, it's his life and it's now or never. Yeah. There's nothing that makes me sadder than happiness. Gary, what's this card do? Uh, this is the hanged man Uh, and it's bad. Uh, it, is, it turns you into the keeper for 30 seconds. Uh, so, yeah, live in the dream. You don't have his weird coin health. Uh, so you get a triple shot with no damage bonus, uh, negative to speed, and killed enemies drop coins. So if I'm trying to work out the very best use case for this, it is I go into a room with like a dozen flies, Full of flies. in it. Yeah. yeah. Hit this, and I walk out of it with probably 15 more money. Yes. As the best case scenario uh, for this thing. That's that you a have pretty to beat, bad scenario yeah. for a card. It's pretty bad. You had to beat Alter Greedier as Tainted Keeper, which is no you know, no easy feat necessarily. Nope. Uh, it's uh, it's rough. This is rough stuff. Even if Tainted Keeper is more interesting and more fun, I think, than regular Keeper, it's still a bad reward for a hard task. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, and now we're back to capitalism, buddy. Yeah. A yeah, bad reward. Uh, 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 inadequate reward for a bad task. Yes. Uh, everything to Guppy. Also a good shirt. Gary, um, we are going to make so many Guppy shirts. We're never making. Hey, hey, listener, come in close for, for a second. We're never he, making a Guppy shirt. They can't. They barely made one for. Did you ever make one for Waff? Oh, oh yeah. There's Waff shirts. There's several Waff. There's like seven Waff shirts. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I mean, we don't is that, uh, have like is a that wh- Cole. Is that Cole? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cole, Cole tends to do the graphic design on the network. Um, the it's they're on like a, a print by demand thing. It's not like we have a warehouse full of them. Uh huh. Um, you can just buy them from T Public, which means every time somebody does, we get like sixty cents. Yeah, or so, something really ludicrous. Uh, you know, it's not a good value proposition, but sure. it, we didn't have to put a bunch of money in up front. Kind of uh, punctures my suggestion. That uh, it's just you no, know, the network doesn't really do shirts, but we do. No, no. We do a lot. We, of shirts. we do. Oh, we do big time shirts. The um, the uh, the main thing is that if we did everything to Guppy shirts, the two people who would buy them would need to buy like ten or twenty of them. Well, I, I think they. We got some whales, don't we? We got some whales. <laughs> yeah, another great whale Guppy hunt. shirt. Yeah, yeah, we got some whales, don't we? <laughs> a shirt. Let's uh, get monetized. It's been, uh, boy, those are ineffective claps. How did that happen? Oh, uh, that was me gently tapping my uh, back scratcher. Uh, Oh, Oh. wait, the cat's found a ball. The cat's found a ball, I was clapping. Oh. Uh A CBT. Um, I was clapping, and it just, they didn't take. Like, the sound effect just didn't work. I don't know why. People can listen back. back. It comes through on the waveform, but. We were both weakly clapping then, because I thought you were talking about my weak little. Yeah. It's not taking anymore. Well, Gary, uh, it's because you have wet, weak palms. Yeah, I keep dipping my hands in candle wax before I do it. It's making shaking hands with you the worst part of everyone's day. Yeah. Well, that's why I like to do it so often. Yeah, to to dissuade. Yeah, yeah. give them give them the the limp limp wrist lift limp like palm wet finger kind of fish. Yeah. Uh, sadly, uh, limp wrist palm is uh, why the Shadowrun Studio. <laughs> Uh, yeah. went out of business. It just didn't do the numbers. It actually got, and it also got cut from Jade Empire as a uh, one of the <laughs> yeah the styles. third path. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. um, sadly, it's it's got a rich history in CRPGs though. Oh, the, I, do um, you mean CBTs? 
Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, CBT RPGs. Playing. Yeah. There we go. Testicle torture RPG. Um, I, bet that's, I bet that's out there. Real painful uh, gonad. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so this is this is awful. Rocket like pr- the the show. I agree. This is no, a no, bad I, one. This is a bad. I'm enjoying episode. it because uh, yeah. I I have the energy up. Yeah. Really, I, all I care about is whether I'm having a good time. Um. Generally, yeah. What, yeah I, I did talk a little bit to your wife at Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, how's 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 my CBT <laughs> he's, doing? He's he's a very generous taker. The uh, no 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 no. Hey, no. is rocket propelled gonad anything? Is what rocket rock paper gonad? No, I like rock paper too. gonad as well. I was saying rocket <laughs> um, propelled gonad, like an RPG. Oh, both are good. Like we we are absolutely killing it with with ball humor this episode. I, I think we might be leaning on the gonad crutch a little heavy. It's a very funny word. It's a great word. Yeah. It, it sounds like uh like a, a sentence, like gonad, you know, or like the go bots. I like it. Remi- I'm sure you told me this at some point, Gary, but remind me, did they give you yours in a little jar when they were done? Uh, they actually uh, put, you know, uh, Tuco's grill in Breaking Bad? No. They actually encased it in Lucite. Oh, so, I know Lucite. Yeah. They uh, they encased it in lucite in a cube, and uh, when somebody decided to quit the DEA, they threw it into a river. So okay, I don't think Hank yeah. actually quits the DEA. No, he doesn't. But uh, this is based don't on my real show, life don't gonads. Don't you do a show about uh, that? Uh... This we're not talking about Hank. We're talking about my gonads. Okay, your go yeah. your gonads. I was changing the, the subject. DEA. Oh yeah. yeah, very abruptly and uh, in the midst of a conversation <laughs> that sounded just like it. Yeah, exactly. It's my move. That's the, it's, that's the Gary. <laughs> it's what I like to call the Gary pivot. It's what conversation's little, done, and we're having fun. It's the Gary CBT, um, cognitive behavioral Gary. Uh, <laughs> That'd be nice. If, <laughs> um, yeah, you and my therapist both. If uh, if you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TV. Do it, and then uh, also leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Uh yeah. Uh, like this one left by, uh, Tanuki boot. They Uh gave me a work phone. So I got to review my boys with some unsorted notes. This is one of the only shows that doesn't go on a playlist. I play it right away. The person who talked about running to guppy is not alone. I do it regularly. I'm like Cole. You see what with the athleticism, I'm going to rock my throat. (laughs) Gary will is gaslighting you. Everyone I know has cranked it endlessly to at least one teacher. Also, something about Will's mix makes it so he's really quiet. Then I turn it up and he's screaming. I'm writing the volume like it's a Nolan joint. I found this show pre-COVID <laughs> when I had just started playing Isaac. Now I have 100% repentance. Did it help? Who can say six stars? That was a five-star review. Thank you so much, Tanuki Boot. I'm sorry. I know it happens with the volume. I'm trying to get the Audacity options to, options to make it better. But I just go in different registers. I just yell too much. I get worked yeah. up. Yeah, and we all crank it to teachers. Thank you I've for never, acknowledging I've that. I've never masturbated to one of my teachers. Have you never. masturbated to somebody who may have become a teacher since you did it? Because uh, I think that counts. I'm trying to think through all the animes. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> I said, eh. I, I just kind of made a noise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gary. <laughs> it was Gary, really uh, weird. Yeah, Gary... Uh, <laughs> We're at the 23-minute mark, and Gary is already beyond language, so... I don't like thinking about anime. I know, uh, no buddy, <laughs> buddy, I know. <laughs> it might be news to you, but I don't know. You said it, and it made me think about it, and I was like, ah, I don't like this. Uh, I just turned the dial to the left. Eh. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a uh, living man, a real uh, brand Boston, the live the live man, Gary Butterfield. So, is that referencing Dead Man from DC it Comics? Is. Yeah. Wow, I love it when I get a DC poll. 
Yeah, um, I know. We, we've you've yeah. mentioned it recently. Two weeks in a row. I'm just very happy if I can pick up something from that that decrepit universe. Yeah, Boston Brand, um, hanging out with dead Supergirl after Crisis on Infinite Earths. Ah, so many crises on so many Earths. <laughs> as many as you can do, basically. Yeah, once every Gary, couple of years. Gary, I've been reading some comics lately. Yeah, tell me more. Uh, I, I mentioned this on Twitter, but my comics consumption literally runs about a decade behind because I don't like having to wait to, or I don't like yes. reading something and then finding out later it wasn't good. Yes. Uh, so, but but recently, uh, I have been reading uh, Kieran Gillen's Journey into Mystery, the Kid Loki comics. Oh, nice. Uh, which are fantastic. And then I picked up uh, the first volume of Immortal Hulk, uh, Al oh, Ewing's very, uh, Immortal yeah, Hulk. I love that book. The, it's uh, really I love good. that entire run. Yeah. Yeah. What What if the Hulk was a horror uh, villain or hero? It, it's so trippy. Like it, uh-huh. it's really weird and psychedelic and good. Uh, the whole run is very good. I think. Yeah, and yeah. obviously these are because I get most of my media recommendations through TV tropes. I know what happens in most of these, but like actually experiencing the media is its own thing. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Uh, both good comics. I I've only uh, poked at Journey into Mystery. I started reading it and it made a reference to a thing. I was like, I'm interested in that. I should get the backdrop background on this and then kind of got, you know, led down a distraction path. Yeah. It comes um, out of siege, which nobody cares. It, it, it might be the only thing anyone remembers that, from siege at this point. I think that might've been what it was is I stopped reading it and then I read siege and then I forgot that I was reading journey into mystery and just got distracted. But I liked what I read and planned to go back. I like Karen Gillen a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just if the if the century is on screen, we should all be talking about the century. I know, coming soon to Marvel's Thunderbolts. That's what um, uh, that's what Robert Kirkman says. Yeah, uh, and would he lie? Probably. I have Probably. a I have I have a terrible disease where I sometimes confuse uh, Kirkman and Brian K. Vaughn. Okay, very different writers. Um, mm. oh, ex- exceedingly different writers. I mean, to some extent. To. I'm going to say many extents, but not all extents in that they both write comics. I think if you put all of the comics in the universe on a big line. Okay. Some line or another, right? Yeah. And you took Saga and you took Invincible. I I think they're closer than many comics are to each other. They're closer than like EC comics are to, you know, uh, DC kids or whatever. Yeah, the two hyper-violent space-based series. Yeah, I you know, it, it, it if you if you zoom out enough, everything's close to each other. But uh, also, if you zoom in a little bit, they still remain close. Gary, you could just concede the point. I just I don't I don't I think they're very different writers. Go on, I, I think tell they me, have very different, they different names. Yeah. I, I don't I think Robert Kirkman is profoundly unambitious as a writer. Like, despite liking some of his stuff, he doesn't care about like doing stuff he's just like a solid craftsman where i think brian k vaughn tries to swings for the fences a lot more okay so Uh, i've committed the sin of bringing together an artist you have contempt for and an artist you like i like robert kirkman i've read like read and enjoyed tons of robert kirkman artists but he's like a workman you know it, it it's like it's not exactly the same but it'd be like comparing to me it'd be like comparing like mark wade to grant morrison or something okay like you know like a, a solid workman who does uh, solid genre stuff versus somebody who is doing stuff that's a little bit more experimental. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't meaning what's for that, it to be a conflict. That? I just disagreed yeah. with the thing. I wasn't. What? I wasn't trying to turn it into a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's a situation where my opinion could have just been uh, left unchallenged uh, since it was just my opinion. Gary, what's the uh, what's the card? Oh, the, the the leave a opinion unchallenged challenge. Uh-huh. Uh, death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is the card. Uh, this is surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, okay, talk me through it, because this is not yes. an item I use very much, the item that it is replicating. So keep in mind that I just play greed mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, right. Oh, yeah, this, uh, item's, this is great in greed mode. Super good in greed mode. It's one of the, uh, It's only, and it's also one of the only reverse tarot cards I have unlocked. So it shows up a lot. Um, <laughs> so there's a couple of individual <laughs> couple experience of things leading through yeah, this is the, uh, this hey, is everything to Guppy, where we review things based on how they are in greed mode. Yes, uh, I'm. I am uh, disclaiming my biases here. Uh, this gives Gary, you the Book of the Dead effect. Hmm? 
I never thought we would make this show more niche than it was at the start. But <laughs> God damn it, if you haven't... Yeah. I mean, obviously niche in our interests and stuff, but niche yeah. in its actual focus. In how to play the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's just because it's what I happen to be playing. This you know? is a rating review of how every item in the body of Isaac functions <laughs> in green mode. In specifically trying to streak with Isaac and Kane alternating between those two characters. Uh, the, uh, so the Book of the Dead uh, animates the dead bodies in the room. Uh, so depending on how many people have died, you get little orbitals uh, of bones and you mm-hmm. raise uh, friendly bonies for this. Um, a really good consumable effect. Like it just gives you after you clear a room, you just get a big buff for a few rooms. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of underwhelming as a tarot card because tarot cards can be really game changing. But it's great as just a you know, a consumable, like as a thing you just, uh, you would not want to use a whole item on this. I don't think the book of the dead is very good, but having it as a one-off use is good. Yeah. Yeah. Having a one-off use is really nice. And those bonies are hardy. Um, the, the ones you get from this, they'll survive for a good long while. Um, so yeah, so you, you in greed mode, you clear a floor, use this, you've killed tons of things on that floor. So you get a really big payday and then you go into the next floor and have a big advantage for the next wave. Gary, I'm doing my best to focus on the show, but you just said a really big payday, and now I'm imagining a really big payday. Mm. All the peanuts and caramel. Oh, my God. Does a really big payday, does it have uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of nuts in it, or are the peanuts actually like the size of football phones? Like the peanuts themselves are big. Now, I I, I got weirded out for a second there because uh, I was just listening to a podcast where they riffed endlessly on the football phone, so having it come at me from this... It was not a McElroy podcast, oh, Gary. Okay. <laughs> I was going to fucking yeah. hang on. I, I think the knobbly texture of the of the payday is what's most important. So I think okay. they're all regular. It's a lot of regular sized peanuts, not these horrible hyper nuts you've been describing. Yeah, because the hyper nut I was describing would be very difficult, like a, a, a single peanut the size of a football that you ate like a, like a hoagie. You'd have to hit it with a hammer to bring yeah. it into small peanut-esque chunks. Yes. It would be a real disaster. Man, have you ever had a chestnut? Ah. <sighs> uh, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, yes. Um I I had one for the for the first time recently and they're so goddamn gross. Fuck, man. I was like, why why aren't these around anymore? They're all people are constantly singing about them in songs. And then I had one. I'm like, "Oh, that's why." Cuz they taste like a bland like wet bean well you, you gotta cook them man um no you do cook them like you can't eat them raw they're not yeah. edible raw um they were cooked but they're just gross yeah. i mean i just had this moment where i was like i'm making an entertainment product right now and my yeah. co-host just asked me hey you ever had a chestnut <laughs> yeah it's nut chat we're but, just yeah, CBT. You're, you're, we're, we're we're talking about uh all kinds of nuts you're a one of the meaner norm mcdonald characters you, uh, you ever had a chestnut? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, they roast them. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm mostly thinking of chestnuts in context of like having bacon around them. Oh well, that that could work just fine. Yeah. Uh, I had some plain chestnuts. I was very disappointed. I was like, "This is the worst nut I've ever had." Uh, and next like episode, show, we will rank the nuts. I'm looking forward to it. I have a lot of strong opinions yeah. on nuts. I got two things planned for this next episode. I'm going to give a very heartfelt apology to Gary for getting mean to him this episode. And then I'm, <laughs> we're going to rank nuts. The nuts. Ranking the nuts. Uh, I love it when you say something like that because it implies you didn't say that many things out loud that were really mean to me. <laughs> it makes it implies that the things you were thinking were really mean. Yeah. And you self-censored a lot. Yeah. Um, there. So now I, my imagination gets to fill in all the very mean things you thought uh, that necessitated an apology. And that's what love is. Gary, if people enjoy the show, what should they do? Well, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash TV, we can afford better nuts. Uh, and if you go to patreon.com slash pod save the waking sands, you can support Levi. Mm-hmm. And if you and go Jen. to Apple and Jen, and if you go to Apple podcast or podcast addict, you can leave us a rating or review. Uh, like this one left by Jackie Joe two three seven on uh, Apple Podcasts. 
Cole is welcome at my restaurant anytime he wants. <laughs> Gary, stop trying to shift the blame onto Cole. He is a wonderful person and can come to my restaurant anytime he pleases. Will, you should watch better TV. Gary, you should also watch better TV. You have a whole show that I've never listened to about X-Men, yet I don't think either of you have seen Legion, a show with the groundbreaking concept, what if X-Men was good? If you don't do Monsters Before the Pivot, I will be a little bit sad. With lots of love and a little bit of spite, Jinx. That was a five-star review. Jinx. Yeah. I would like to be clear. I watched uh, the entire first season of Legion and the second season until I got bored of the John Hamm bits. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Me and Jeremy have talked about covering it many a time. Uh, I yeah. mean, I, I'll say this. You will enjoy Legion. Oh, I lo- I'll love it. I it, it, It's the only reason why I haven't dove in other than my weird relationship with TV is me and Jeremy talking about doing it at some point. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy or, popped uh, into days- my uh, my uh, in the comments on my stream the other night. Nice oh, nice. Jeremy. Always nice to see a Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Love that man. Um, we uh, we uh, just got back to doing Days of Future Cast. Ooh. So if you uh, if you people are haven't heard that, it's back, baby. Yeah. What um, are you doing, Husk? Uh, no, we talked about uh, Husk. Is it huh? Husk an X Men? Yeah, but we don't do those shows based on characters. Okay, we I'm do, sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, have you? Uh, re- is the arc you're doing right now? Uh, Husk heavy. Husk is in the arc we just recorded about. Fucking a man. Yeah, you I got, got your one. number. You got my number. Uh, talking about Age of X. Uh, after covering uh, Get Mystique, the uh, the Wolverine, the first Jason Aaron Wolverine story. Oh, that sounds so exciting. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the uh, uh, good night. Good night. Yeah, classic. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers all the souls. Um, my name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is uh, a man who asks, uh, "Do what is it all for? What is the meaning? Do we really have a soul? It's Will Hughes. Welcome to Intermittently Irish, the where the accents flow. <laughs> I was trying to sing, but I guess I came off Irish. Well, Gary, when you sing, sing you're very Irish. Irish. It's like how Sting is Jamaican when he sings. And all the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't that when, weird? And when he and when he fucks. Oh yeah, the, the, he practices the rhythm method. I don't like that. I don't think that was good. <laughs> I don't think you saying it like that was good. <laughs> uh, Sting doesn't make babies. He, um, yeah, and and. Let's real quick. We got a lot of lists to get through in this episode, but yeah. uh, list all the ways you and Sting are alike, buddy. Ooh, uh, we're both musicians. Uh huh. First names both start with G. But yep, birth, first names uh, both start with G. We both have uh, nope. Only one of us has a cool pseudonym. Only one of us is in the police. I was a. Uh, I worked for a dispatch for law enforcement. And he was in the police. Sure. Yep. Um, Gary, pitch me on your rock nickname. Oh man, uh, maybe something cool like uh, the zone. Crunch, crunch, crunch is pretty good. It's not, man. Don't be crunch. Zone, the zone. <laughs> Zones, zone, zone's zone. bad, man. These are bad. Come Andrew up with Bryan, a good one. the zone. Yeah, um, come up with a good one. There aren't any good ones. <laughs> no, like Sting or the, Edge. <laughs> those aren't good. I'd come, come up, up with a good one. Then why do I like them? Come up with a good history. one. I, you don't like the zone? Uh, email. <laughs> no, you can't take one that you saw in a graffiti in Portland. Uh, the files. No, also. <laughs> that's not a graffiti. That's oh, a that's, Shadowrun okay. character I made. That's um, right. <laughs> the, uh, boy, it's, it's uh, how about Wizard? You sound like you're in a prog rock band, man. <laughs> I don't know. This, this question is a hard counter. I have no I, idea how to answer it. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw things out and be like, you like this? Until uh, the, uh, the conversation ends, because I don't know how. What about, I think you just have to steal an American Gladiator name. I think it's just Blaze. Okay. Blaze is pretty good. Or Turbo. Uh, turbo. Though, just be Turbo. Turbo. Okay. Because Blaze is also the name of uh, an EDM group. 
guy okay. named Blaze Spectrum and uh, like Ultraviolet or something. Sounds cool. Uh, the, yeah, the Catatonic's youth, uh, Catatonic Youth's account is a treasure. Gary, I'd like uh, to for issue those a, know. I'd like to issue a formal apology to you for uh, getting uh, kind of rude and a little defensive with you uh, about you know what when I said my Brian K. Vaughn uh, and Robert Kirkman thing, I was being a little vulnerable because I knew it wasn't a well defended or mm. even a defensible position. Uh, it's just one of those, it's a literal thing that every time I'm writing about them, I have to look up, was that Vaughn or Kirkman? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I felt, uh, unfairly to you, I felt a little attacked. And so I uh, fought back on that a little harder than I should. And I'd like to apologize for that when you were making perfectly, politely phrased, valid points. I appreciate that. Uh, I did not uh, realize you were being vulnerable. And I, I hope that you understand. I wasn't trying to big time you or nothing. Well, Gary, in have, your defense, you know. it's perhaps the most insane thing a person has ever been vulnerable about. <laughs> I wish it was more socially acceptable to say things like that. And I'm not saying yeah. that to make fun of you. I just think of that that for myself a lot, too, where I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, I, I, I'm torn between the fact that I genuinely felt very vulnerable about this, but also that makes no fucking sense. No sense. Uh, no, yeah, no, sense. no sense. No sense on the rim. It's, uh, a, it's, it's soul time. I'm gonna leave you anyway. Soul. You're gonna walk right out that Soul. 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 Peanut. Where we rank the nuts. Yeah. Peanut. Uh, peanut is the baseline. Peanut but to me is the middle But it's also very nut. hard to beat. It's really good. Uh, but I'm thinking about uh, just as a pure nut experience. I guess we should define terms. Sure, because please. If I'm if I'm including peanut butter. Let's, let's, let's do some fucking Kantian shit. Some yeah, yeah. Like, or no, uh, who's uh, Kierkegaard is where, yes. where you're constantly defining yeah. shit. If, if we're taking all of the uses of the nut. Yeah. That's the different si- than just the nut on its own. No, I, I am talking about the nut as on its own. You may cook the nut, you may dry roast the nut, but the thing you must be doing when we are considering this is eating the nut. Yes. So that means no peanut butter, no Thai peanut sauce. Correct. Nothing like that. Okay. In that case, then, I I think the peanut establishes the baseline. It is the, the minimum nut that I want to eat. Uh, okay. Always happy to have it. Never super excited, though. You know, I'll eat some peanuts, right. uh, put it right in the middle uh, for the whatever the tier list is, whatever so the Gary, middle we, is. I, I want to ask you a question that's going to massively determine how this process goes. Yep. Are we creating one negotiated ranking between the two of us or are we simply offering up our oh, individual rankings? Great question. Um, I'm, and, I'm and, if, being... and if we go for the former perspective, will it tear the show apart and destroy us as human beings? And take like an hour. Yeah. So um, Yes. Yes, uh, nah, well, because okay. I'm open to being persuaded on some of these nuts. Okay. So I would, I would, I, I would be interested in coming up with a consensus on some of these because uh, I'm open-minded about nuts. Okay, except the dreaded chestnut. Well, I mean, it's gonna, it'll be in the ranking. I don't have a strong feeling about chestnuts while you do. So that's that's how I determine almost every conflict I have with another human being is who gives more of a shit about do you care. This. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I want to go for one that was once I would say my favorite nut, and which I have now I have gently soured on over time, and that is the cashew. Okay, uh, explain the souring process. Uh, as you become older and more aware of nutritional information, you start to realize that the cashew is a deadly poison uh, that simply tastes good with salt. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got more sugar than most nuts. Uh, its fat content is insane. Uh, so if you're, if you're talking about how much juice you get for the squeeze, uh, I find the cashew, uh, leaves a little bit of a pit in my stomach. Also, if I eat too many of them, my stomach feels very bad. Yeah. Um, I'm, I like cashew. I like cashews a little bit more than a peanut, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm similar to you in that I used to really love them. And now I get kind of like a, a high fat, greasy mouth texture if I have too many of them. Yeah. So I like them as part of a mixed nut experience. Uh, but I typically don't like them on their own that much. 
Gary, I'm willing to, uh, in the in the spirit of negotiation, I am willing to put the cashew a little bit above the peanut. Yeah, just for for novelty, you know. You don't run you know, it. A little bit they're like... also kind of expensive, so you don't run into them that often. Yeah, exactly. Like for the, for their place, they're good. Now, I right. this is what I'm curious to hear about. Hear your opinion on uh, where do you put almonds? Below peanut. Below peanut. I'm with you, even though I used uh, a long time ago, I would have put them well above. Mm-hmm. Peanut. They take a flavor dusting really well. They take a flavor dusting very well. The people at Diamond are doing some amazing yes. work in the flavor dusting yes. sciences. Uh, and they're very versatile in the separate ranking we'll do after this, where we talk about nut and all of its uses. Sure. Because uh, I drink a lot of nut milk. But the uh, they're too dry. They are. They're, like they're, it's, a, they're, it's a dry nut, Gary. It's it's one of the yeah. drier nuts around. Yeah, it's a dry, fucked up nut. Putting it below peanut. With you. Consensus. Uh, Gary, I'm coming at you now with uh, with pecans. Okay, pecan. Uh, and the, the, again, not taking applications into... Then I'm exactly. going to put this... Um, because I, I, I'm going to put this uh, maybe slightly above or slightly below. Could be convinced either way. Almonds. Um, I don't like the taste of a pecan that much on its own. Uh, and they're a pain. See, I find them eat. they're easier to chew than uh than a uh, than almond. They're they're a softer nut, I've found. They're certainly softer. Yeah. Is that um, is that what you don't like? You don't like a nut that's trying to be meat? No, I, I don't mind that it's trying to be meat, even though that does uh get me with the chestnut. See you later. Mm-hmm. Um sure. but the uh yeah, I don't know. I just don't like the flavor of them all that much. Like things Fair that enough. are flavored as yeah. such and, and applications of them, quite good. Um, but actually just I'm just going to eat one, not so great. I gotta me. tell you, Gary, I, I have I know we're trying to avoid applications, but like uh, I can't divorce pecans from uh, my dad's favorite Christmas treat. He would make was candied pecans. Okay, uh, I would bring them to church group, and people would just devour those fucking things. I, I think we can talk about candied pecans because we talked about spices on almonds, Gary. That's and that's not point. like pecan butter or anything. And I had forgot about candied pecans. I do like candied pecans. See, I, um, I'm going to put these a little bit above. I, I, I'm proposing that we put these between almonds and peanuts. Yes. Okay. I yes. So just to review for everyone making the charts at home. Yep. Almonds are currently the worst nut. Yep. Then pecans, then peanuts, and then cashews. Yes. And cashews just barely. Yeah. Just we, barely. We, just barely. Gonna be gonna be unseated any moment now. Oh, almost certainly, perhaps, Gary. Perhaps right now with hazelnut. You know, Gary, I don't think I've ever actually sat down and eaten a hazelnut. Ooh, we have to recuse. Uh, yeah, I have to recuse. Well, I have to recuse. You're welcome to yeah. That give, this gives you. Oh. Uh, this is a free round, everyone. Okay. Bonus. Not Put on twenty seconds on the clock for the Rebutterfield. Tick, tick, tick. Um, tick. His loss tasty. Tick. We're not talking tick, about applications. We're talking tick, about applications. Tick, it would be really, really high. Tick, tick, As is though, I would rather tick, eat a hazelnut tick, than tick, a cashew. Tick, tick. And hazelnuts so. are now at the top of the list. Gary pistachio. Yep. Ooh, pistachio. I love a pistachio. Love the flavor of a pistachio. Top yep, of top of the list for me as well. Yeah, delicious, super salty, not too much of a pain to eat, but you still kind of yep. have to work at it. I love that little bit of work, right? I, I get yep. the salt and pepper uh, pistachios from. Yeah, uh, I pop, I uh. pop the shell in my mouth, pop it because it's got all the salt and pepper on the outside too. Yep, uh, pop it open it in like my a mouth. Sunflower seed. Yeah, good Gary, stuff. We're not fucking talking about sunflower seeds. Fuck off. No, I know. Right? I'm just saying yeah. it, it's a uh, they're they're kissing cousins when it comes to mouth snacks. I agree, Gary. Mac, or it's good your shirt. turn to propose. It's, it's, yes, it's your turn. I, I was also going to say macadamia nut. Okay, good. I, Gary, I love that we're so... Cle- well, we're running after, out of After nuts. the incredible conflict <laughs> of the last episode, where I thought some of the worst things I've ever thought of about another human being, I am so glad that here we can we can really connect on nuts. Now it's starting to make me feel bad. <laughs> 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 the, uh, uh, I, we're also running out of nuts. I don't know that many more nuts. Well, uh, macadamia um, nuts, though, Gary. Uh, would you like to propose an initial placement, or would you like to hear where I would put it? I'd like to. You go first. Uh, I'm going to put this between pecans and peanuts. Okay. Between which I'm, I, I might put this above peanuts for similar rarity. Sake. I know. Like they just don't come up very often, but at the same time. I, I can't argue with you about mm-hmm. it. They're weird. Like your teeth slide off them in weird ways. It's true. Uh, and you I, know? while they, they have a better nutty flavor than a peanut, perhaps they do not take salt as well. Yeah. They don't take anything very well, uh, yeah. which is why you have to cover them in chocolate mm-hmm. to make them good. And then it's like that, that borders on at that point. We're ranking on ranking chocolates. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Totally different thing. Yeah. Uh, 
Gary, what uh, else is in the world of nuts? There's walnuts. Oh, walnuts. Yeah. Bottom. Walnut. Bottom. Yeah, bottom. Walnuts are bad. Um, f- good applications. You can put walnut in stuff, and it's good, sure. but it's not good on its own. Yeah. I, I walnut is worse than an almond. Agreed. And then chestnut below that, right? Yes, for me. And then um, uh, I believe that is every nut in the world. I think so too. I don't think that they've even invented another nut. We uh, is this the pivot? This is exactly the pivot, Gary. We've, we've <laughs> we we did it. it we did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh shit! Surprise we got to figure out a new, we got to figure out a new pivot. Fuck! Ah, oh, goddamn it! <laughs> Wait, no, this was Quack Stack. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So this just to be a... clear for everyone who I, I you all, I know you already know it because you've been taking notes, and if you're driving, you've been making at gunpoint the person in your yes. car with you take notes. <laughs> uh, at the bottom, yep. chestnut. Yep. Uh, then a walnut, walnut, almond, almond, pecan, and macadamia nut, mm-hmm. peanut, yep, cashew, cashew, yep, hazelnut, yes, and then pistachio, the king of nuts. I think we did. That's we are in a hundred percent an accord there, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That oh, was wow. the whole point. That was the whole yeah, point. No, it was to. But we did it. I know it. But yeah, we fucking did it, us. man. That was a team building exercise. That was so good. Impromptu did it. Uh, We just trust fell into nut recipes. (laughs) Good good job. There are many things that you and I disagree on, many things we agree on. It turns out we're really simpatico on this. You know what's going to be good snacking this year? Duckstream. Absolutely, Gary. Um, I'll I'll mostly be bringing uh, various jerkies. Gary, uh, Soul of Blue Baby uh, makes a big fart. Uh, and a bunch of creep that empowers you and a bunch of butt bombs. It's just uh what if poop, but taken to an extreme. Yeah. It gives you, it gives you a big poop, big poop explosion. Uh, it does not the, the seem s- very, very good to me. I don't have this. Yeah. Uh, the soul is also yeah. shaped like a poop, which is funny. Yeah. That makes sense. Of course it is. Uh, if you like the show, uh, <laughs> go to, um, go to com slash duck TV. Give us some dollars. And uh, go to ratings and reviews wherever you like and give us some ratings and reviews. Uh, like this one left on Apple Podcasts by Tenderlonious Funk, uh, title Missed Connection. Were you in my Apple Podcast app last Tuesday around 1230? You, 40s, full figure, giant orange head, visibly sad, <laughs> eating toenails and talking about your barren wasteland balls in a Cajun accent. Me, apparently really into that. Five stars. Thank you. Yay. For that. Yay. Yay. All right, let's uh, stop down and save these. Yep. We'll stop down. Oh, 